Royal Shrek kissed the princess. She turned into a beautiful logger, and they lived happily ever after. <laughs> but alas, my dear friends, we have come to the final chapter. And I am afraid our hero has fallen victim to a terrible curse. Oh no. From DreamWorks. Fiona. What's happening? Donkey! <gasps> it's me. I've never seen you before in my life. It's Shrek, your best friend. Oh! Please eat my face last and send my hooves to my mama. This summer, far, far away, is in big, big trouble. Puss? What happened to you? I may have let myself go a little, but I have all the cream I can drink and all the mice I can chase. Eh. I'll get him later. DreamWorks. Shrek Forever After. The final chapter in 3D. May 2010. Freestyle rap. A, <laughs> a freestyle rap? Yeah, just how a would freestyle that, rap. Of the how movie. would that go? Of the whole how would that go? Um well not the whole movie. You don't want to spoil it. It's just <laughs> it's the beginning. Um do you have any what are you thinking? This is your idea. <laughs> My okay. Well, it's easy. I mean, it's freestyle rap, so you can say whatever you want. You can just be like, Shrek is back, y'all. He's got a wife and kids. He's miserable with his life. He don't like how it is. But then one day he's going to sign a contract. Rumpelstiltskin going to make that contract. He's going to go back to when he wasn't born. (laughs) And all his friends are so forlorn. But then he gets true love's kiss tonight. And then he's going to make everything all right. Shrek loves. Shrek loves his life. And that's the end of Shrek Forever After. What do you think? Should we do that? That's pretty good. All right, let's do that from okay, the top. Let's do that. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, Shrek is no. I don't. Um. Never. Hey everyone, welcome to Dream Jerks podcast. Oh, Dream Jerks makes the dream work. This is the show where we talk about every single DreamWorks animated movie in order, no matter what. And I forgot. I this is this freestyle rap has got me all off my game. <laughs> this is a show. That. My name is Kenneth. This is John. Hello, I'm John. And we're here talking about DreamWorks movies and what we think about them, and what we liked and what we didn't like. And today we're talking about a good movie called Shrek Forever After. You already heard a whole nice rap about it. <laughs> well, you you heard words. Yeah, 
if uh, well do they call you him, you, do they call you rapped bars? like you rapped like william shatner raps <laughs> <laughs> does he rap he just he talks over music oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay rocket right. man rocket man <laughs> That's the only I wonder, song I know. That I wonder how how successful I could be making rap songs where I just say the lines. I think over have... like a very low, loud, deep oh, bass. <laughs> yeah, we have to get. We have to take no. you back, back to a time, <laughs> back to the land of rhythm and rhyme. Gonna make. <laughs> We got to get a beat now. All right. We're going to make a beat and um, uh, we got to make an album. <laughs> okay. We'll make an album, but we'll make a rap, uh, a rap album. The artist is dream jerks and there, we do a song for every DreamWorks movie, but it's just speaking. Oh, <laughs> buddy. Yeah. Volume one is the first 10. 10 yeah, movies. exactly. 10 movies per album. Release I them in it. volumes. I love it. Oh, this is it. This is it. This is how we become successful. <laughs> this is, this is, we finally have found a reason to make a Patreon. This is the, yeah. <laughs> you sign up for the Patreon and you get the songs there first. And then like six months after they come out on the Patreon or, or no, this is what it is. The songs come out one at a time on the Patreon whenever they're done. And not until there's a 10 of them, do they go up on, on music streaming. On Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, whatever, you know. So if you're on the Patreon, you can hear them all early, or you can wait and just hear them on your music streaming services. Um, damn. All right. Well, we'll hash that out later. Yeah, this is great. Hey, we have a guest today. <laughs> oh, we do. We have a guest today, and she is the person who invented the phrase "dream jerks make the dream work." She is a friend of ours and an avid listener, a faithful listener. You've heard her name many times on the show before. It is our friend Georgie. Hello. Hi. hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Long time listener, first time podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Long time, first time. Uh, hi, Georgie. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. How's it uh, going? We're here to talk about Shrek. Yes. Love Shrek. It. Because Shrek is love and Shrek is life. I had to I had to say it. I, I just have to. Someone had to <laughs> say it. So, yeah. It has to be done. Might as well be you. <laughs> Georgie. Yeah. Do you do you want to take this moment to defend anything that we've said on this podcast oh, before? Oh true. That you disagree with wholeheartedly. It's time for a special one time or I don't know, this is a, a, a rare segment called Georgie complains to us. <laughs> One-on-one. Rare to y'all, but very, very much known to others because she'd be complaining often. How about this? (laughs) What about things in life? That's it. (laughs) Um, I just, from the top of my head, the first thing that popped up, horse movie. Y'all know. She was a horse girl growing up. That that was me. I love Spirit. Spirit is a great movie. And that one, I know, I, I just... I can feel it through the the internet right now. I I know I know the feeling, but I just it was good. What other movie can you make up your own dialogue with horses? <laughs> I made my own story. It had nothing to do with what was going on. I didn't even know Matt Damon or anything like that. I don't 
put it on mute, make your oh, own thing. Oh, yeah. that's uh, that's a movie I would I would watch. <laughs> that's a fun, also like game to do with friends. You could just put it on and just go ahead and make your own movie. <laughs> Completely different, but the horses they're there for you. Yeah. Where okay. would you <laughs> Where would you rank horse movie? Okay, so it's definitely not like top five, but it's okay. not like bottom five either. Okay. I think I would throw it somewhere kind of towards the end, but still towards the middle-ish because I think there were worse. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do, you have, do you have a top five off the top of your head? Off the top of my head, I would say Shrek 2. Of the ones that y'all have spoken of already, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Shrek 2, because we all know what my number one is already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> number two would be I would say How to Train Your Dragon that movie is very special to me um, yeah. then we got Kung Fu Panda that's on the top mm-hmm. I liked Chicken Run a lot growing up I probably would put it more towards like number five but Shrek would probably number four so that would be my top little five right there it's is, solid. Is number one yeah. trolls? Is that the one that goes without saying? That would definitely be number one. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. is certified troll trash and proud, <laughs> and I, I would defend trolls till till the day I take my last. Can't stop the feeling. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. Because I got until until the day that they do stop the feeling. That's uh, it. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, that's great. Um. Let's let's get into it. What do we say? This I'm is sure. the this is it. This is the end of Shrek. I mean, uh, as far as movies go, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we got to make sure we savor this, savor this, mm-hmm. uh, this episode, this discussion here. So Shrek Forever After. The film premiered April twenty first, twenty ten, at the Tribeca Film Festival, and then was uh, released wide in theaters on May 21st, 2010 in the United States. It is directed by Mike Mitchell, written by John Klausner and Darren Lemke. Again, based on Shrek by William Stieg. Uh, starring, and man, what a list of names this is. There's a lot of names here. Mm-hmm. Starring Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, Antonio Banderas, and uh, Julie Andrews, John Cleese, Walt uh, Dorm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Walt Dorm, uh, Jane Lynch, John Hamm, Craig Robinson, Lake Bell, Mary Kay Place, Kathy Griffin, and Kristen Shaw. Uh, made on a budget. There's a range here on Wikipedia. I don't know why they couldn't nail it down, but somewhere between 135 and 165 million, and a box office of 752.6 million. And that, those are the facts okay. of Shrek Forever After. Nice. And even though we all just watched this movie, I think that for, in case the listeners have not just watched the movie, we owe them uh, some sort of some sort of uh, refresher on what the events of this film are. John, do you have anything that can help us with this? Oh yes, I have my plop synapses. <laughs> A plop synapse. I'm so excited. I actually have. <laughs> that was great i have my slide whistle still here from when i recorded that one for last uh episode (laughs) nice 
Uh, yes, the Plop Synapse, presented by Red Rooster, not a sponsor. This is the part of the show where John will try to tell us, in his own words, what happened in this film in less than 90 seconds. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. You got it, man. <laughs> John will be either a winner-winner and win a two-week supply of creamy mashed potatoes. With gravy. With gravy. Or... John will be for dinner, and he'll win a two-week supply of peas. <laughs> More peas, please. We love the peas. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, are you ready, John? I'm ready. Well, then, without further ado, let's get this plop synapsed in lights. <laughs> Camera. Action. Let's catch everyone up storybook style and also give some past exposition. The king and the queen go to Rumpelstiltskin to see if they can cure Fiona by turning over the kingdom of Far, Far Away. But just before they sign the contract, Shrek saves Fiona, ruining everything for Rumpelstiltskin. And here we have some plot. Shrek, Fiona, his babies, Donkey, Dragon, their babies, and Puss in Boots are living happily in the swamp. But Shrek grows tired of the routine. Shrek and company head to Far, Far Away for the kid's birthday. Do the roar. Shrek loses his temper and Shrek and Fiona argue outside with an earshot of Rumpelstiltskin. Shrek talks, takes a walk and runs into Rumpel. Rumpel offers a day where Shrek can be his old self again and be feared in return Rumpelstiltskin wants a day of Shrek's life Shrek signs the contract and is immediately teleported to a time and place where villagers fear him Shrek terrorizes and enjoys his life until he comes across a wanted poster with the drawing of Fiona Shrek head, heads back to see his swamp has been drained abandoned and he is captured by witches Shrek's world is turned upside down and he is taken prisoner to see Rumpelstiltskin Rumpel reveals that he took a day Shrek was born and because Shrek was never born the timeline has been skewed back to the future style Shrek now needs to figure out to get his old life back Donkey shows Shrek that there's an exit clause on his contract true love's kiss would break this contract Shrek searches for Fiona in his in her tower but it was abandoned Donkey is distracted by the smell of fresh baked waffles and is trapped by underground ogres horny years. Shrek finds Fiona and sees that she's the leader of an army of ogres. Rumpelstiltskin hires the Pied Piper to find Shrek while Shrek attempts to get a kiss from Fiona. Puss Boots is here too, but he's a husky kitty. Shrek and Fiona share some moments, but she always pushes Shrek away. Pied Piper arrives and enchants the ogre army to dance their way to the far, far away. Fiona and Shrek escape with Puss and Donkey, and after Fiona kisses Shrek to prove that it won't work, reveals that she escaped the tower herself. Rumpelstiltskin offers a deal to, to all villagers whom, to whomever can capture Shrek. Shrek decides to turn himself in for a deal and frees the captured ogres. Fiona is captured as well. A final battle ensues featuring everyone. Rumpelstiltskin is captured. Last second, True Love's Kiss saves the day, and they lived happily ever after. <sighs> I can tell that I didn't do well because my phone started blowing up halfway oh. <laughs> halfway through <laughs> me reading that thing, and messages were going, were appearing <laughs> as I was trying to read. So I'd have to pause for a second, like, get out of the way. I'm trying to read this. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as last time. Okay. But you still... Yeah, yeah, you're, you're yeah. for dinner, John. Yeah, I didn't make it. I'm sorry to say, you came in at one minute and forty nine seconds. Not, not so bad. See, Last... I, I, I feel like I won't a hundred percent put it on the messages that kept on popping up on my phone. Rumpelstiltskin is kind of hard to like <laughs> get through <laughs> when you're trying to read it as fast as possible. Yeah. So that's, that's why in, in my mind, I'm like, all right, this next word coming up is Rumpelstiltskin. And I'm like, no, nah, just say Rumpel. Just say Rumpel. It's quicker. <laughs> Even Shrek just calls him Rumpel a lot of the time. Yeah. It's easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Wow. Yeah. La- I mean, last time, I think you, what was it, like two minutes, 11 seconds? So oh, yeah. Like, it was way, way over. But how, <laughs> yeah. that was How to Train Your Dragon, which had oh, yeah. a beautiful story. Yeah. It was a great We just movie. sat back and enjoyed it. We just sat back. It was great. Yeah. And we still <laughs> talked about it for two hours. Yeah. Yeah, we sure did. It's hard. <laughs> we could probably do a 24-hour episode of something if we wanted to. Yeah. We, we don't want to. Go- just go on tangents. <laughs> Thanks, Georgie. Um, well, John, enjoy your peas. They'll be on their way. At least now, whether you win or lose, you still get some delicious red rooster uh, sides. Okay. <laughs> um, well, all right. Georgie, since it's your first time here and you are our guest, and you said that you wanted to come and talk to us about Shrek Forever After. Would you like to share with us? What is it about this movie? What 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 brought you here to this particular episode? Um, well, out of all the Shreks, I feel like this is one of the most like emotional movies that they have. But also after Shrek three, anything's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's that fair. one I feel like this movie was very much the uh, because I think they also planned on calling it the final chapter at some point because it's like, it's a good way to end. Is it a series of saga? I'm not really sure. The Shrek stories in a way. And yeah. I just, I, I like this movie, but I also have some parts that I'm like, oh, I don't like that. So it's a very much, Shrek feels more relatable in a way when in all these other movies, you're just kind of like, oh no, it's, and the ogre oh yeah he's i don't i don't know what that feels like but this one kind of in a way made him feel more humanized i don't know because it's all about him also wanting it's mainly like a midlife crisis for the dude like (laughs) just wants to relive those monster days and i get it because that's the, the good old days in a way but everything that happened to him on this very busy 24 hours that I just, there's some things that I'm just like, how did he go from the swamp to the castle back to far, far away? Then all this in 24 hours, it blows oh, my true. mind. Yeah. They just, because you see the witches like flying him to one place, but then he runs to the castle and then there's donkey. I, there, I just, there's a lot happening and it feels <laughs> a little rushed in 24 hours, but I get why they needed to do it that way. So it's also, the longest John, day in the totally, world. Yeah, that's Pops Nasus. You you couldn't have done it. Like it's just there's a lot that happens. I so I, I it's okay. The peas peas are nice. Peas are great. Well, all right. Yeah. Um so, yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. I, I, like I liked it. There's a lot there's a lot you brought up there to go on. But before mm-hmm. we get fully into it, John, what are, what is your history with Shrek Forever After? What's your experience with it before today? I didn't see Shrek Forever After until today. Oh, first time. Mm-hmm. Is this no? This isn't the first episode, the first movie that you'd never seen before, right? There have been others. Uh, I, I feel like there have been others. Let me let me take a look at the list real quick. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head if there's any others. Yeah. Um, I don't think I saw Escape to Africa. I didn't see Flushed Away. Um. I don't think I saw Monsters vs. Aliens. Uh, okay. And I don't think I saw Shrek the Third B movie. Yeah, so there's a few that I haven't seen. So. And well, probably some of the hand-drawn movies, too, like Sinbad or... Yep, uh, didn't see Sinbad. 
Okay. But I saw uh, Road to El Dorado, saw Prince of Egypt. Everyone saw Prince of Egypt, I feel. Yeah, yeah. That was a big deal. Mm-hmm. That was an um, event movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Well, what were you, I mean, then what are your initial thoughts? What do you, what, how do, how do, before getting into it, before decide, dissecting it, just kind of like your general first impressions of Shrek Forever After? Yeah. Um, I, I kind of agree with Georgie that anything after Shrek the Third would have been great. I mean, you couldn't really mess it up. Yeah, you couldn't do worse um, than that. No, yeah. <laughs> and doing, um, doing the, uh, this kind of a movie where it's a uh i wish i didn't it, it feels like the plot of a sitcom where it's like oh i wish i didn't exist or it's it's basically it's a wonderful shrek yeah i was gonna mm-hmm. say that it should have been called it's a wonderful shrek <laughs> <laughs> um and i think someone I, I was talking to uh john lewis earlier today and he was telling me, you know why Shrek the Third feels the way it is? It's because it's kind of coming off of the tail end of that moment in time, 2002 to 2007 kind of field of time where a lot of popular movies where the popular culture was MTV. Mm. Uh, Austin Powers movies uh any gosh any of the scary movie movies yeah uh kind of movies like that where where a lot of the popular culture was um you get you get a an all-star cast you kind of make popular culture references songs joke about boy bands things like that so that's probably why Shrek the third felt that way because it was still in that moment of time where movies were kind of doing that. Now, granted you don't really get that with Shrek or Shrek two. Yeah. But for some reason that, that I kind of get that feeling with Shrek the third. Yeah. Yeah. Shrek the third is, well, mm, I don't even know how to uh, like approach what I'm trying to say here. What I like about Shrek forever after initially um is the way that you know the first two shreks are are pop culture aware but it doesn't feel like that's their whole identity and i feel like in shrek the third it kind of felt like they went way too far into the like pop culture and like uh uh-huh it's like today but it's fantasy fairy tale world you know and what i like about shrek forever after is that it kind of goes the complete opposite direction where there are not outside of the music there's really no contemporary references or like or, you know, things of like, oh, haha, like the thing that we have, you know? Um, yeah. And it's it's kind of more pure fairy tale, uh, yeah. which is a cool... Uh, it's weird to say that, like, oh, that's kind of what I would have want from Shrek, because that was kind of Shrek's whole thing. But it is it is a refreshing difference. And, uh, and the other thing that kind of immediately stood out to me about it is that, like, it's, it's almost not funny, this movie. Yeah, it's super emotional. <laughs> Yeah. Like you see Shrek cry? Like <laughs> what? Like he is heartbroken. It is and it also plays a lot to like the first movie like it shows us the parts that we remember that how we fell in love with Shrek like yeah, he's a monster. Yeah. This is the part where you run all this fun stuff. But Right. Yeah. Definitely very very much emotional and like you you feel for Shrek and for the most time, you're always like, oh, it's an ogre. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's big, scary. Bah. 
But this one, like, oh, wait, he does have feelings. He loves yeah. his family. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And anytime that it does reference anything, it's referencing itself. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, the they... <laughs> better out than in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Better out than in. Uh, donkey, like, it, yeah, it, it calls back to the first movie a lot. Um, and I don't know, it, it, it's a really interesting movie. Um, I think it's, it's hard to say. I don't think it's the best of the Shrek movies because mm. obviously like Shrek one and two are, th- it Classic. almost feels, yeah, it almost feels like it's in a different, uh, category. Like it's almost like it's not a Shrek movie. Um, right. Cause it feels yeah. so different. Um, but it still gives you all those moments with all those characters that you want. I love one. Okay. So like the movie itself, like the storyline is insanely serious and dramatic. Mm-hmm. And so they have to try to find little ways to like put jokes in here and there. And usually it's just like donkey will say something funny or puss in boots will say something funny. Um, and, but there's like very few examples of like, sight gags or like visual jokes one of the only ones that i noticed was when they first bring shrek to uh rumpelstiltskin's like castle when he's being like pulled by donkey in that in that like carriage or whatever Mm -hmm. uh is Jinji fighting like he's in a coliseum fighting (laughs) lions (laughs) they're like animal animal crackers crackers. (laughs) yeah Did you get to see the deleted scene that they had planned with that? No, no. Yeah, so they had like three deleted scenes for this movie, and one of them was Jinji in the arena, like this tiny little, it wasn't even an arena because there was like, they had like leprechauns and people around him watching while the (laughs) Muffin Man was like saying everything that's happening, and all these animal crackers are coming out of nowhere, and Jinji's fighting them off, and that's when Shrek sees that and tries to help Jinji. But then Jinji goes ahead and tries to attack Shrek. I'm not sure if this is before or after there was a bounty put on him. But he tries to, like, pin him down. And Shrek just gets up and leaves. But then Jinji says something that I just, I love Jinji. And him saying this just, like, made my little heart, like, tingle a little bit. Because he goes, like, run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't hide from me. And then it just pauses and he just goes, lame And you just want him to say, I'm the gingerbread man. But he just does it. And it's just like... It's so precious to me. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Does anyone have, does anyone have anything specific you want to jump into? Um, it's uh, my thoughts are still so all over the place. I haven't. Or I haven't. I don't have them like organized. Do you kind? How do you feel that the film chose to? I don't have a wife and kids. <laughs> um, but it's interesting that it does this whole thing where at the very beginning of the film, he get, he kind of gets caught in the rut of the routine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys relate to that? I definitely have felt stuck in a rut many a times in my life but the whole kids thing no because i cannot relate with that specifically but definitely having feeling that like kind of groundhog day kind of just everything just this happened already why is this still happening why why can't i change something in my life like spice it up go back to what it used to be 
And so yeah. I definitely related with that a little bit on that kind of level, just being stuck in that. Here we go again. Here we go. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, yeah, agreed everything that Georgie just said. And um, I feel like the movie does a good job of, of putting you in that perspective that Shrek is in. And especially thinking back to the life that he had before and, mm-hmm. and, kind of just getting bogged down in the uh the uh yeah the routine i guess just the 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 repetition the the familiarity with everything that happens every day and the way every day is the same although i do think it's a little ridiculous and and truly um inconsiderate that donkey and dragon and all those kids oh, and puss in boots come over every <laughs> single every day, day. God, yeah. yeah, like let's do this on us on Sundays, guys. Right. Like, not every day. <laughs> yeah, we're we're friends, we're family, but we're not Fast and Furious kind of family, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to be having barbecues and drinking, yeah, Coronas around the table or anything like Shrek, that. We're... Shrek's family is is Fiona and the three monster babies. Uh, <laughs> the and that's it. Like the yeah. rest of them are not his family. They are his friends. And that's a different thing. Um, I want to also just point out that uh, the, there's nothing worse to me about Shrek's babies than when they talk and <laughs> uh, they have begun to speak and, and they're in full, just repulsive mode for me. <laughs> <laughs> but also the names that they gave them. I mean, like Felicia. Okay. That's normal. That's fine. Fergus, you would go by with calling him Fergie. But then Farkle? Farkle? Farkle. Farkle. Isn't that yeah. a dice game? I don't know this name, and it just sounds very <laughs> odd to me. And that's coming from someone with the name Georgie, spelled all kinds of weird ways. <laughs> but I'm trying to see... Donkey does, kids doesn't even... We don't even know if they have names at this point. The, so like, someone was telling me the other day that the Dronkies do have names. But I don't think they're ever said in any of the movies. So I feel like that would have been like something that would have been on like toy packaging or mm. or in like a book somewhere. I don't know. Kind of like uh, the three blind mice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They probably each have names and we don't know what they are. We made them up at work. We were just like, this is, this is Gouda. <laughs> <laughs> Gouda. Are they all Gouda, named cheese? They're all out of cheese. So it's Gouda, Gorda, and Gordo. Uh, like little gordito <laughs> gorgonzola <laughs> yeah that, that would have been a good one too <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> that's awesome um oh how about when donkey calls gingerbread man a cracker okay Whoa. yes yeah i did see that and i was like oh oh yeah oh, what are you talking about here. cracker yeah, <laughs> I was just like it's messed up. He said that. He, yeah, he, he said that. He definitely did. You're or when allowed. Shrek is like taking Donkey and he's saying, "Help! I'm being ass nabbed." And it's like, okay, yes. I mean, you're not <laughs> wrong, but the choices were made. Ass nabbed. <laughs> ass nabbed. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. <sighs> this movie feel- is. Or go ahead. I was gonna. You go ahead. I want to. See, I want to hear what you had to say. Just that this, this. This. It's just an interesting movie. It's an interesting mm-hmm. addition to a franchise that has established itself to be one thing. Uh, and then this movie is like, 
we're not going to be that thing that everyone mm-hmm. knows this to be. Yeah. Um, do we think this is a movie that needed to be made? Like, I know a lot of times, like, let's let's say with the Toy Story franchise, like, yeah, Toy Story 4 is is good, but if they hadn't made it, I think we would have been fine, and, Shre- and Toy Story mm-hmm. 3 is, like, the perfect finale. Do you think that we would have been better off if Shrek was only 1 and 2, and they didn't make 3 and 4? Yeah. Or are you glad that there's all four of these movies? Or at I least think- that... You could watch yeah. Shrek 1 and 2, skip over 3 completely, and then watch 4, and it still would kind of make sense. There would be some little loopholes that you're like, wait, he had babies? Wait, what happened to the-? There's just some things, but I think it's a nice way to end it all, because it's just, with Shrek 2, how did that one end? That one's with, you know, yeah, Fairy Godmother's gone, Prince- it could have ended there too, I think, but I do like that there's like a happier ending. It gives you a little bit more backstory to Shrek himself. Not completely like an origin story because we still don't even know where all these ogres went because apparently yeah. Shrek was born got all the ogres to disappear. Uh, that's yeah. the part that just has a little question in my mind still. <laughs> yeah, like where are all these ogres in the other movies? Like what happened on his birthday to cause all of them to just <laughs> disappear? Santa <laughs> snap out of there. Like, yeah, we didn't even see them. Yeah. Or there's no mention of them. even know you could do them. that thing with the nose, just the horn. And he didn't even know about oh, yeah. how to be an ogre. So it's like, who taught him how to be an ogre? He just made that up on his own. So it's, it's, it's a lot to process. And I think this movie kind of leaves that question in your mind. So whether they make more Shreks, if whether they don't, this is still like, you can make up your own kind of assessment to it all. Yeah. Yeah. You were saying, could you have done with just the three movies, or do we need the fourth? I think you need the fourth, but somehow take the third movie, get the bare points down, try to melt that third movie down into 20 minutes, (laughs) take 10 minutes, add it to shrek 2 and take the other 10 minutes and add it to shrek forever after yeah then you then you have your trilogy there you go because what what happens in shrek the third the king dies they have the baby shrek they have the babies shrek shirks the responsibility of wanting to be king he just Mm -hmm. wants to live in a swamp with his family right so he has to go find King Arthur. What is it that he learns in that movie? He like, what is it? He He's not ready to be a, <laughs> a dad. That's yeah, what it is. He doesn't be a dad. Yes. And by hanging out with King Arthur, who's a kid and learning from him, he learns he, he can be a dad. There we go. So I think getting rid of that dilemma altogether, because I feel like, that's still you you could still add that to shrek forever after because the the limit in that is that he doesn't he doesn't want to live the life that he has now he he wants to go back to his life before he had a family yeah mm-hmm. which imagine, is before he was a dad yeah imagine if at the end of shrek 2 you know they they defeat the fairy godmother uh they yeah they they, they they live La Vida Loca. They, um, they decide to 
wait, what is it that they do? Oh, he, 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 they, they decide to be ogres. They decide to stay ogres. Um, and, and, uh, not be beautiful humans. And then, uh, if they had just been like one year later, we have babies. Hooray. And then skip to this movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cause I mean, you could even like, she could even mention that because in the beginning of Shrek 2, they're sleeping in the same bed in her room in the castle. Mm-hmm. And apparently, yeah. he's apparently he's naked when he's sleeping with her. So, <laughs> I mean, th- that that's like, that's the hint. They're, they're doing Wait, the which o- movie is this? In the, Shrek, in the second one? Shrek 2 at the very beginning where Donkey bursts into the bedroom. Oh, that's I think that's the third one. Is that the third one? I think that's the beginning of Shrek the third but you're that right. That is the beginning of Shrek. The he third. yes, he 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 yanks the blankets off, and uh, they were says put getting, some clothes on. They were making babies the night before. See, the, mm. just those ten minutes that you need to take add to the second one, and then boom. <laughs> Do you think oh, that is yeah. the morning after the babies were conceived? Because she finds out she's pregnant minutes later like, in the really movie. Really close, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't I think know. we we we, we found it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. When are we opening up up our uh, detective agency? <laughs> <laughs> Soon. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think this is this is this is a cool movie. I think it's slept on. I will say that I, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people assume that it's bad because Shrek the Third was bad, yeah. and I think a lot of people just didn't even bother to give this one a chance. Um. But I think you have to go in with very different expectations, or at least be willing to to be surprised. Uh, I think it helps to watch it right after How to Train Your Dragon. Um, Mm. Because How to Train Your Dragon really changes the tone of what DreamWorks is capable of. And then it's like, well, what if we made like a How to Train Your Dragon style movie, but it's a Shrek movie? That's kind of what this feels like. Yeah, I, I can I can agree with that because there's there's humor, but that's not the the focus of the film. And there's a there's an adventure. Um. And there, there is some emotion set to it. Yeah. So, yeah, I could see that. You know what's one of my favorite things in this movie is uh, the the sequence when Shrek and Fiona are like training and like beating each other up and falling in love <laughs> in the process. They're it's... punching each other in the face, <laughs> <laughs> and they're looking at each other like, "Wow, <laughs> yeah, you're so wonderful." <laughs> and and Puss in Boots is watching. From a yeah, because yeah. like, oh yeah. wow, what's this? <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh that's one of the funniest, uh, and 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 it's like it's pretty moving too, you know, like you really feel that like oh this is how they're connecting now. It's such an interesting idea to have a movie where two characters that you know are made for each other um, have to find a different way to connect to each other because of the you know being put in different circumstances, yeah. and I. I feel like I uh, Shrek's frustration in that moment really comes through for me of just like, what do you do when you know yeah. you this is your wife? Like, how do yeah. you get how do you convince her? How do you like make her do, make it happen again? And I was watching one of the behind the scenes and originally they wanted the ogre Brogan to be a love interest for Fiona. But then they realized, like, that's a lot. And so they changed because his name was originally supposed to be Nimrak or something like that, which is charming backwards. Oh, and then they changed oh. it completely to just put him as Brogan and just have him as a random 
just another ogre there that's there. But they said that they wanted to put them as a love interest, but then that would be Shrek having to compete with that guy and just. It's yeah, like it would have been like too much happening in the movie. In 24 to... hours, which I don't yeah. believe. <laughs> it just <laughs> blows my mind. It just, those are the little things that bug me in movies that's just like, I, I know it's just, I know it's animated. I know it's not real, but it's still, we know it takes him forever to get to far, far away. And then he just runs to the castle. It just, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it took them, it, was it like 900 miles to get from the swamp to mm-hmm. uh, far, far away in Shrek 2? Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, um, that that kind of makes sense when you say that, Georgie, because Brogan was played by John Hamm. And who's yeah. more charming than John Hamm? No. <laughs> yeah. Even just his voice. I do like right. uh, Craig Robinson's character, the, the like oh, cook cookie. ogre. Cookie. He his chimichangas. I was <laughs> watching this movie and like ready to go to Tijuana Flats uh, and get a chimichanga. Like as soon as I was done, I was like, now I want to go get one. And yeah. in fact, like during the whole little ogre dance scene, he's the only one that's really feeling it. He's like, oh yeah, I can groove with this. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, how do we feel about the Pied Piper and that whole thing? Uh. That that's a, that's one of the other only jokes in the movie is when uh. The Pied Piper first shows up, and um, Rumpelstiltskin is like, "It's time to pay the Piper. <laughs> like, go get my checks. Like, we actually have to pay him." <laughs> yeah, that was that felt like a joke that we would have written yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. But I love uh, how it ties into like the nursery rhyme aspect, just like the whole little dingy deleted scene. But I do, I think it's weird that he had the, all these options on his little flute, including the one that has for his, like, rumple socks to go up. Like, for, oh, <laughs> he can play the was, flute for socks. For socks. Yeah. And it just, I was like, he had options for, like, unicorn, a duck, the witches, ogres, yeah. and then socks. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me wonder if he. Well, it takes you have to reach so far down to take him off. It'd just be easier it's to just play a the lot. flute. He did seem pretty tall. Yeah. Yeah. I'm five two, so it's it's not that hard for me. Yeah. You just yeah. Bend the, there they are. <laughs> yeah, and Rumpelstiltskin is pretty short. Yeah. Yeah. So it's and not a, a that, long reach. Right. Yeah. So the fact that he had someone play the flute to pull up his socks, so that way you didn't have to. That's that's, that's just that's, lazy. If yeah, you. If you had the option to play some or to, to do something, whether it's play an instrument, hear a sound, activate some sort of device in order to pull up your socks. But it's not like a sock pull up invention. It's like this is something else that also pulls up your socks when you use it. What would you what would you do? Well, you guys know I'm a crock wearer, so I don't really wear socks on me regular. <laughs> but if I have some magical thing that can, like, I snap my fingers and I'm in sports mode, that would be great. Mm. Oh. Be ready to take off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the having to take off the whole crock and then having to put the sports mode up and just, it's four wheel drive, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Need ready something. to go off road. Yeah, absolutely. All terrain. Yeah, need to be able to have a button on the side of the crock that you can kind of click yes. your crocs together. Exactly, Dorothy style, boom. And the strap comes up, and yeah. the magneted, the magnetic part in the middle pulls apart, goes around your ankle, clicks yeah. back in. 
mm-hmm. and you're good to go. That's if I, I've never worn Crocs, but if if I had oh. Crocs and I was I was switching them from uh, what is it, sport mode? What's the other ver- name for that? Mode to sports mode. <laughs> yeah. So if I was switching from one to the other. I would probably make like transformer noises. That's there you go. Roll out. (laughs) Yeah, now we're ready. Yeah, that's it. I've actually only seen the Transformers movie. (laughs) Auto Crocs transform and roll out. That's it. Wow. Roll out mode. Yeah, Yeah. roll out mode or uh, disguise or I don't know. All right, enough of this. I don't actually care about Transformers at all. I just ha- have a very specific set of knowledge about them in my head. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, this movie's cool. How do you feel about the antagonist? How do you feel about Rumpelstiltskin? I think I'm it's... He, yeah, he me too. I think in the other movie, right? He's in, the th- in Shrek the Third for like a uh, second. A second, yeah. And he looks different. He's like, mm-hmm. he, they definitely were not planning for him to be the villain when he showed up in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This movie, I mean, okay, a lot of things about it feel very like retcon you know? Like, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we need to make another Shrek movie. And so we need to like, kind of say that these things were happening before when they weren't. Um, and the idea of Rump, like, because Rumpelstiltskin is by far the greatest threat of any villain in any Shrek movie. Um, and the fact that we've never, we've barely ever heard of him before is kind of, uh, you know, it just feels kind of like, mm, and how about a Tim? <laughs> yeah. I think he's a good villain. It, uh, I think in the scheme of the series, it kind of feels very out of nowhere, but you know, that's what happens when you don't have a plan when you start something and then it takes off more than you realized it would. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I can forgive it, but yeah, he's all, he's all right. Yeah. And I do, cause this is my trolls trash being trolls trash. I just love it. Cause he's voiced by Walt Thorne, who's the head of story for this movie, but he's also the director and co-director for the trolls movies. And he mm. does the voice for cloud guy, which is one of my favorite characters. Oh. And so I just hear Cloud Guy every once in a while when Rumple is talking. And I'm just like, "Oh, that's the Cloud Guy." <laughs> what, what's his What's his line that everybody loves? It's like "Slappy, slappy, make me happy." Slappy, make daddy happy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I've only seen Trolls maybe like maybe twice, possibly only <laughs> once. And I mean, well, I'll save my full uh, history with Trolls before. Or like when we get to that episode, um, but uh, I resisted watching it for a long time. And you know, we'll get, so did we'll I, get... honestly. I didn't watch it for a bit because I was still over at the other part, and so I just DreamWorks and all this. I was like, oh, trolls! I had those dolls growing up; they kind of freaked me out. But then when <laughs> I did watch it, I was like, oh, this is this is cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how do you feel about Rumpelstiltskin, John? Well, I think it. It's it's one of the few choices that they they could have gone with because I, I honestly can't think of any other um, fairy tale antagonists or or bad guys that I can think of um, villains off the top of my head that they could have used because a lot of their their um, 
fairy tale stuff. It's like Hansel and Gretel, Little Red Riding Hood, uh, Big Bad Wolf, Three Little Pigs, um, Gingerbread Man. So it's like, what do you what what would you have done other than Rumpelstiltskin? Yeah. I'm sure yeah. there there could have been some other choices that they could have gone with, but in in seeing everything kind of come together, it seems like a good choice. Or um, maybe they was once upon a time happening around this time. Oh, uh, the, the show. Yeah. Oh. Uh, let me see when that show started. I feel like it might have been. Be- this might have been before that show started. Mm, or, okay. If, if not, like right around the same time. Because I kind of feel years. like they could have um, influenced one another. Oh, one once yeah. The other. Once upon a time started in 2011. So the, okay. the year after this. So maybe it was one of those things where uh, <laughs> um, uh, Katzenberg <laughs> made his way through the vents of one of the ABC uh, <laughs> buildings, diehard style, and he's yeah. kind of crawling through, and he and he ends up at a vent where there's a, a board meeting, and they're talking about once upon a time. He and... sent a little remote control helicopter through the vents with a camera on it, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> to spy, yeah. <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin is going to be our main antagonist for the story. He's like, yeah, ah, really excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not really familiar with the original story of Rumpelstiltskin. All I remember is that he's he spins straw into gold. Uh, what is? Do you, are you from? Do you know what like his whole deal is? Did he have something to do with like someone's firstborn? I don't yes. know why that's yeah. Like he made. I'm looking. Something. I can't remember it either, but I remember because my sister was in the play for Into the Woods, and Rumpelstiltskin oh. I think was a character in it or something like that. She talked about it a lot. I half listened because I'm just a terrible sister like that, but I do remember it's, hearing it's right, something like right here. It says the story. The story is about an imp who spins straw into gold in exchange for a girl's firstborn. Ah, uh, well. <laughs> so I don't know if his whole, if he's, this oh. whole contract. Well, I, have a, I have a plop synapsis. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Do I start the timer? Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in order to appear superior, a miller lies to the king telling him that his daughter can spin straw into gold. Uh, the king calls for the girl, locks her up in a tower room filled with straw and a spinning wheel, and demands she spins straw into gold by morning, or he will cut off her head. Uh-oh. When, when she is given up all hope, an imp-like creature appears in the room and spins the straw into gold in return for her necklace, since he only comes to people who are seeking a deal or a trade. When the next morning, the king takes the girl to a larger room filled with straw to repeat the feat, the imp once again spins in return for the girl's ring. On the third day, when the girl has been taken to an even larger room filled with straw and told by the king that he will marry her, if she can fill this room with gold or execute her if if she cannot, the girl has nothing left with which she can pay the strange creature. He extracts from her a promise that she will give him her firstborn child, and so he spins the straw into gold a final time. The king keeps his promise to marry the miller's daughter, but when their first bo- child is born, the imp returns to claim his payment. Now give me what you promised. She offers him all the wealth which she has to keep the child, but the imp has no interest in her riches. 
he finally consents to give up his claim to the child if she can guess his name within three days. Oh. Yeah, yes. okay. Because that's why they did that. I remember there was a part in the movie they were like, everybody knows his name. There's that, that's why there's the exit clause. Yeah. Donkey did the yeah. true love's bliss or whatever. Lose kiss, whatever the error yeah. was at first. <laughs> Try and lose bliss. That's What's the, the point of this story? <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh, you're wanting to know the fable or the, I guess. Yeah. Like what's the moral? What's the lesson? Um, well, it's a, uh, let's see here. It's a German fairy tale, uh, collected by the brothers Grimm in the 1812 edition of children's and household tales. Um, do you want me to finish the story? Uh, sure. Yeah. Might as well. (laughs) Uh, Her many guesses fail, but before the final night, she wanders into the woods searching for him and comes across his remote mountain cottage and watches unseen as he hops about his fire and sings his in his song lyrics. Tonight, tonight, my plans I make tomorrow, tomorrow, the baby I take the queen will never win the game for Rumpelstiltskin is my name. When the imp comes to the queen on the third day after first feigning ignorance, she reveals his name Rumpelstiltskin and he loses its temper and their bargain. Versions vary about whether he accuses the devil or witches of having revealed his name to the queen. In the 1812 edition of the Brothers Grimm Tales, Rumpelstiltskin then ran away angrily and never came back. The ending was revised in an 1857 edition to a more gruesome ending, wherein Rumpelstiltskin, in his rage, drove his right foot so far into the ground that it sank in up to his waist, then, in a passion, he seized the left foot with both hands and tore himself in two. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my. <laughs> Other versions have Rumpelstiltskin driving his right foot so far into the ground that he creates a chasm and falls into it, never to be seen again. In the oral version originally collected by the Brothers Grimm, Rumpelstiltskin flies out of the window on a cooking ladle. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh. oh. Well, very alternate hmm. endings there yeah 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 yeah. and one of them kind of makes a little sense when he falls into like a void because that's kind of what happens in this one at the end sure so, yeah true just kind of pew. yeah um also i just want to say just any advice to any any uh young people who might be listening if someone offers you the choice or like uh, they say you have to do this and if you do it, I'll marry you. But if not, I'll kill you. Just you got to get out of that relationship. Get out of that That's relationship. A flag right there. That's a red flag. Yeah, right big red flag. Yeah. Very much toxic. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is a principle, Kenneth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, according to Wikipedia, uh, the Rumple Stiltskin principle. The value and power of using personal names and titles is well established in psychology, management, teaching, and trial law. It is often referred to as the Rumpelstiltskin principle. Oh. Okay. I don't know what that means. No, me either. So, basically, <laughs> whenever you make a deal with someone, make sure you ask for their name first, I guess? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm terrible with names, so yeah. I, I fail on that one. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. let's see. We've got our uh, our our test, our one of our classic segments, uh, the baby got backdoor test. Uh, for anyone who's new to the show, listening for the first time, this is a part of the show where we ask a two part question and see if this film passes something we call the baby got backdoor test. 
the two parts are, does this film include the song Baby Got Back? And the second part is, should this film include the song Baby Got Back? Uh, if both answers are matching, yes or no, then the film passes. But if they do not match, the film fails the Baby Got Back they'll test. Well, the film does not include the song. So now let's try to answer. Should this film include Baby Got Back? None of the Shrek movies do, by the way. I just want to point out. That I, this... I want to challenge you on that. Oh, okay. Shrek 1 does. It it does? At the very end. In the Shrek in the Swamp karaoke dance party. Right. Which is sometimes... That's, that's connected to the Shrek films nowadays, right? It, if anything, it's a post-credit scene, but it was originally not part of the movie. Okay, it's like a it was like a bonus feature on the DVD. Gotcha, like, almost like a short film. Um, but you're right; it is in Shrek somewhere, so yes. that's fair. It's not in any of the main films. No. And we did talk about uh, Shrek the Third. It could have been in that one. Mm-hmm. Do you remember we- where? Uh, it's when he's getting his butt scratched when he's in all the fancy clothes and the curtain opens. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And and the record scratches and the guy in the tuba and the orchestra looks up and he goes. <gasps> yeah, that's what should have happened. You're right. That's what should have happened. And then he gets hit by the conductor and goes. <laughs> yeah, that, the movie might have been good if that happened. Yeah, um, that could have saved it. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything in this movie that's jumping out at us as baby got back moment? Um, I wouldn't have been mad if I had seen it, you know, when Puss in Boots is coming down the like cat scratch pole. And it's just like, bum, 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 oh my like, gosh, you're right. Me if you dare. <laughs> I think it would have been cute because he takes a while to get down from that. Yeah. So even just playing the intro, it would have been a moment. Yeah. I think I think you're right. Baby or if it was like I like big cats and I cannot lie. Yes. <laughs> that could be it. Yeah. I like big puss and I cannot lie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Choices. Cut that. <laughs> no. <laughs> that stays. A laugh that big has to stay. <laughs> oh, man. If we had to witness it, so do the listeners. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's a good one. That's a good moment. Um, speaking of Puss in Boots, by the way, it's Puss in Boots and Donkey. I just want to say... I the the animation in this movie has really progressed a lot since mm-hmm. um the first Shrek and Shrek 2 which are the two that I think most people think about when you think of these characters you think of how they look in those movies right mm-hmm. yeah uh the advancements in animation that make possible how bad like Donkey's fur looks I don't think it was worth I I, I don't like it I think Donkey looks really bad in this movie and not just because his fur is messy, just like I think his face is ugly. <laughs> um. <laughs> well, I was going to mention this as well. Shrek looks a little off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look 
like he did before. And that could have been possibly because of the uh, advancements of the technology that they were working with, with making the CG. Um, but he looks a little like they mixed in a little bit of those human traits that he had from Shrek two. If that makes any sense, his, his head shape is not a hundred percent the same as it was before. In my opinion, he looks like he got some work done is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Oh, the, the far, far away life has, uh, has gotten to him. Yeah. (laughs) He's given in some of the glamour and the luxuries of, of, well, uh, he's like a celebrity now. He's got the star tours coming to like his swamp that <laughs> every <was> the, morning. <laughs> you know what, Georgie? Now that you say that, I so when I was watching this, I didn't think about the fact that he was able to travel so far around in one day on his, mm-hmm. you know, journey a- after the deal. But what I did think about was the fact that this celebrity star tour was coming to see him in the swamp, and I thought about when I saw that, I was like, they are so far away from far, far away. Like why, this tour, where, are, where do these people live? Where is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, it, I mean, I guess they could be just from like the village because Shrek in his swamp, there were people around in the first movie, really? you know, like there were, there were, there was a, like village. A, a village nearby. So I guess it could be that, but it feels very much like a far, far away thing for that tour yeah. to exist. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. And then they watch him go to the bathroom. <laughs> they do. <laughs> and they Several speculate. Times. They speculate about what he's doing in the bathroom. <laughs> and then they even back up into, into the outhouse yeah. and it falls over. Which at is. that point, I think that he has legal grounds to uh take ac- legal action. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That's his property. Um, yeah, they've yeah. invaded his property, they've damaged it, they've in- in- invaded his privacy. Mm-hmm. Time to build uh, a fence. That's it. Yeah. It's to protect his children, if nothing else. Right. Mm-hmm. His horrible, disgusting children. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about Shrek's babies, Georgie? Do you like them? They're, 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 they're a choice. Um, I think I could ignore the fact that two of them are just two little twins, but the girl one, Felicia, just bugs me i know she has her mother's eyes or whatever but it just it they're very doesn't blue. it's a very very blue it just doesn't sit right with me for some reason <laughs> and the way she looked right into like my soul at one point <laughs> i want that piece of my soul back i would like it to be returned. The, when the animators were making that movie they're like and then she looks at georgie that's it specifically me <laughs> absolutely <Yeah. laughs> And I said, bye, Felicia. No, thank yeah. you. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, fast food toys. There are some. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the video now. We've got yes. a fat Puss in Boots who has like, <laughs> does Puss in Boots have a mustache in this movie? I think it's just like his whiskers. Because in the holiday special, they also made it look like he had a mustache, but it's his whiskers just curled up. Yeah, because the toy makes it look like he has, like a a curly mustache. It does not look like whiskers, and it's uh, very and a goatee. Strange. Does he have the goatee? I mean, let me see. He 
Because that's uh, what I kind of get off of. I go ahead and say he does because I'm going to send y'all a photo right now on Messenger because I messed up. I had bought in two toys off eBay to give each of you one. And one of them is actually the Fat Puss in Boots and then the Dingy Gladiator. <laughs> and I just, I wanted to give it to y'all before this, but I, yeah, I couldn't, I think we're always on separate Oh my sides. God, yeah, that's the one I'm looking at yeah. on this video. Fast food toy reviews. meal on it, yeah. I don't know what they do because they're still in the bag. They might have batteries. They probably don't work, but... Yeah. Next time I see y'all, it's definitely for you guys. Wow. Yeah. Gifts. Absolutely. <laughs> for the holiday season. Thank you, Georgie. It's the season. This is Absolutely. the this is the second time that a guest has given us gifts. The first time was when Kyle made me the chug sign. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> Listen, my mom taught me to bring gifts, and this is <laughs> me bringing gifts. <laughs> Very yep. cool. We'll put these pictures on. We'll put, I'm going to put this picture on our Instagram when this episode goes up. Um, and uh, yeah, everyone can see. Or we'll take pictures with them when you give them to us. There you go. Yeah. But there is... Uh, yeah, there. so those are two of the toys. There's the Puss in Boots. And then there's the um, Jinji. There's also <laughs> one of Rumpelstiltskin. It kind of seems like all they do is just like talk. Uh, they have speakers on them that, you know, if you push their nose or like turn their arm a certain way then they start saying lines mm. but oh. there's a rumpelstiltskin one there's a warrior fiona one there's pinocchio who is really barely in this movie except in this deleted scene he is the most creepiest thing ever <laughs> this is the darkest scene ever they have animated it all so they do have it on i saw it on youtube and it is when i tell you it's dark it's dark like, they have Shrek's friends attacking him. So, basically, if I, I don't want to go way too into it, but um, it's after the bounty has been placed on Shrek, and Shrek's just walking through, like, an abandoned house. The three by my sneak up on him. Gingy attacks him with the animal crackers again. Then the three little pigs come out of nowhere. And it's, I think it was really cute because one of the pigs is tossing a brick up in the air while the other one hits it with, like, a stick. And then the third one has like a trail of straw leading up to Shrek that he lights on fire. So they're oh. using their little aspects of their fairy tale into that. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Pinocchio comes flying through the smoke, attacks Shrek, ties him up, and then Big Bad Wolf comes out of nowhere, blows him away. Pinocchio does this creepy laugh. He's like on all fours and his head just turns backwards. Roll, his eyes roll to the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets pushed, Shrek gets pushed into a hole and he ends up in the carriage tied up with donkey and puss in boots. And it is the most darkest, creepiest scene ever. And I'm really glad they took it out because Shrek's friends are just being so rude to him in this way. But like, <laughs> you, they're not yeah. really his friends in this timeline, but we're just like, why are they attacking him like that? And then creepy Pinocchio comes out of nowhere. It's just, it's, it's a lot. Too scary. And it was a choice. It was very scary. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if that's where the idea for um the Shrexorcist segment of uh Scared Shrekless came from. Because yeah. Scared Shrekless came out after this movie. Oh. So they probably oh, used okay. like that deleted scene as like, well, you know what, we could do like 
you know, have Pinocchio kind of be like Reagan in The Exorcist, and he'll do a bunch of scary stuff like that. It works because it's terrifying. Yeah. All right. The, Did you watch way... that? Or, I watched it on go... YouTube. I found it on YouTube. Or no, I mean the scared Shrekless. No, I, I think I feel like I did, but I can't remember at this point. Okay, that one's also familiar. on Netflix. Oh, okay, well, perfect. There we go. I can finally watch it then. <laughs> well, I mean, you were going uh, to say something, John. I'm sorry. The way she describes that kind of almost sounds like the deleted scene in The Exorcist where Reagan crawls down the stairs backwards. Oh, that's a deleted scene? Yeah, in The Exorcist. I thought that I thought was in the was. movie. Maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe I've never it's... seen I've never seen The Exorcist, but I always thought that that was a deleted scene that was added later whenever they re-released it. Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. Yeah. I've seen I've seen it, but uh, only once and I I think it was there, but that doesn't mean that it wasn't added. Yeah. So There we so go. So maybe that's where the inspiration came from and maybe someone fought for that. They're like, "Guys, <laughs> I know you deleted the scene, but listen. Yeah. Got this Halloween thing coming up. I'm thinking we could really do this. No, guys, we guys, listen to me. We're gonna do this. <laughs> you don't have a choice anymore. Yeah, because I already animated it. <laughs> Literally, it's pretty much all of it was done. It's yeah. already in the movie. Too late. <laughs> Too late. I'm asking for forgiveness now. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie comes out tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, there's Gingy. There's three little pigs toys, um, and they're all three pigs together. They don't seem to move very much. There's Donkey with a waffle in his mouth, and there's Shrek, and he has kind of like a little bit of armor on him, like he's got like gauntlets on his wrists. Um, mm-hmm. But again, these are very basic Happy Meal toys, and they're also like a series of clocks. Um, so there's like a Puss in Boots clock that like the time is in his mouth. There's a Jinji one. Um, oh, God, this donkey one looks very weird. Oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> His It's like a weird side perspective, flat donkey face. Oh. Oh, I, it's ugly. I don't like it. Oh, no. Ugh. <laughs> Yuck. Okay. I mean, the video, this video, we always put our fast food toy reviews in the episode notes on the show so if you want to watch and see this donkey clock it's oh uh, i see it it's very oh, gross oh look at him yeah do and you need his, a... mouth, his mouth opens up and there's the clock yeah oh, no thank you Whoa. i don't like it me. it kind of looks like it kind of resembles um how mickey mouse would look almost yeah oh. Except that Mickey Mouse, we met him as a flat character for the first time. Yeah, and never Mickey seen... Mouse doesn't have, like, teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this Shrek watch, on the other hand, I would wear this Shrek watch. It's oh, yeah? his it's his face, and, it's, and it looks normal, and the time is in his mouth, and you can open and close his mouth. Uh, that's a watch I would actually wear. <laughs> okay. Let's see if we can make that happen. <laughs> I want to see you wear it. I'll wear it on the last day of uh, Shrek 4D. Oh, there yeah. you go. We got to get Shrek ears from that gift shop. We got to get Shrek ears and we got to go to that. Yeah, we have to, we have to we document have to go. that somehow. Oh, Gary, our friend Gary, a former guest, friend of the show, our bandmate, uh, 
I don't remember if this is his event or if it's a uh, another one like um, like Everybody Tony Day, uh, <laughs> which for those who don't know is a day when uh, it was a Facebook event of people who went to Universal Studios and rode ET and everyone said their name was Tony. Um, so that E.T. would say the name Tony over and over. 40 people showed up. It was an unbelievable. Um, it's an event similar to that. It's called Shrektoberfest. And I believe the event is, or the idea is to ride Shrek 4D as many times as possible in one day, having a beer in between every <laughs> every Oh my time. gosh. <laughs> uh well, there is a beer cart that's like right near right the exit there. sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Um, right right across the street next to uh like the face painting Monsters or whatever. Cafe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. So uh, if that if that event if this event comes to be, uh we'll 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 let you know. <laughs> Shrek poor D. Oh, oh. Pour, pour, pouring pouring out for the homie. Pouring a brew, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be great if they had like the green beer, just to completely oh, it. Yeah. yeah, there we you need, go. We need to get Universal on the phone. Okay. Yeah, hello, Universal. You could stand <laughs> to make some money. Yeah, with some go. green beer. Green be... Shrek Swamp Water is the name of the oh, beer. Oh, swamp water. Yes. Mm. You, you know, know that has to be the name. right now <laughs> an ice cold swamp water absolutely Yum. yummy you're selling me there George. <laughs> <laughs> with a nice eyeball peony on the side yeah uh, oh. the eyeball tonic eyeball tonic <laughs> yes <laughs> I watched the Adams Family Values today um, and there's a really funny line where they have a baby the Adams Family has a baby in that movie and uh, they're all looking at the baby in the crib. And uh, Gomez is like, he has my father's eyes. And Morticia goes, Gomez, get those out of his mouth. <laughs> 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 oh, I laughed so hard. That feels like a, almost a Shrek joke. <laughs> that does. Yeah. Who Who's a more disgusting baby, the Adam's baby or the Shrek babies? Oh, Shrek babies, for <laughs> okay. sure. <laughs> uh pubert pubert adams is the name of the baby and, that's his uh, name his he name is pubert like... and he's so cute he looks just like gomez he has a little mustache it's oh. so funny little baby mustache yeah <laughs> and hair uh yeah has full head of hair uh slicked back just like gomez just like <laughs> papa yeah and uh <laughs> little mustache oh that's adorable and can catch a guillotine in his little baby fingers. Oh. So it doesn't oh. cut his head off. <laughs> yeah. We love that. Yeah. I if if Shrek's babies were like trying to murder each other all the time like the Adams kids <laughs> were, they I'm I might like them a little more. You might turn around. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um well, hey, as we're on the topic of uh Shrek's swamp water and the eyeball teeny, uh do are there any shrek forever after specific theme park attractions that we can pitch or think of um obviously there are shrek attractions and we've pitched three movies worth already but like what is from this movie that we could see in the park in in the dream jerks park so i i can't really f think of any rides per se yeah. 
that could be put in for Shrek four for the park. But yeah. let's let's kind of build off on what we already have. We already have a Shrek area where you have Castle Duloc that you can go into. Yeah. Uh, and there is an attraction in there. And the exit of the attraction takes you into the area, the Shrek area, yeah. where there's Shrek Swamp. And I believe also far, far away, if I'm not mistaken. Correct or no? Or is it just Shrek Swamp? Uh... I think it I think it was both. Okay. Let's say it has both. Yeah. Okay. Um I'm thinking maybe for the Halloween season of Dream Jerks Park, the Shrek area gets a retheme. And <sighs> so Castle Duloc would get uh the retheme for Scared Shrekless. We'd make it a little Ooh. spooky at night. And the Shrek Swamp area, there has to be a way where you take all the greenery that's on the top of Shrek's house and the greenery around it, maybe make it to where it's an astroturf kind of thing where you can easily like take it off. Uh, oh, wait, so you, you want a seasonal event where they turn Shrek Swamp into the sad alternate timeline, uh, it's a wonderful Shrek version <laughs> of the swamp? Yeah, but you can, <laughs> in, instead of meeting uh, just regular Shrek and, and face Fiona, it would be meeting, because it'd be at night, I assume, you would be oh. meeting Shrek <gasps> with gauntlets. Hold on. And, okay, wait. And then uh, Ogre Fiona as... Uh, like Warrior as, Fiona. Yes. Ooh. This can be the layover during our our halloween monsters versus aliens hosted event yes so it's like instead of having scare zones because this is our parks family event for halloween uh we'll just do land layovers and so yes they'll during the, the night during the during Ogre the overlay yes. yes thank you thank you um <laughs> uh they'll yeah, during the Halloween event, they'll turn it into the uh, Rumple version of the swamp and far, far away, maybe. Yes. Yeah. That's a fun idea. Yeah. Rumple Stiltskin meet and greet, maybe. Mm hmm. Um, hmm. Who else? What else? Who, what's, what's, what's that goose? Oh, Fifi? <laughs> Fifi? <laughs> yeah. What is that? Is that a. That's not the golden goose because that's. In Puss in Boots. No, I'm I'm gonna look it up and see if it's a reference to anything. But yeah. I can tell you, I don't like it because it has teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, geese. I appreciate the like the end credit scene when Fiona's doing her little singing and she sings towards like you know the birds and Fifi just explodes when she hits that high note. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, they killed the goose at the end. Yeah, right in front of Rumpelstiltskin's eyes. Yeah, and he should have like had tears coming down his eyes. You would think, but then there's also ogres in that end scene, so it's like yeah. I okay, I I thought the same thing. I was like, we're back in the original timeline, but now all these new timeline is this a new universe? (laughs) Like, okay, (laughs) there you go, because. The fact that this movie ends with a new version of I'm a Believer is like, okay, this is officially the last Shrek movie. Um, but of course, 
uh, Hollywood is dumb and they want to make more Shrek movies because, because they don't know when to end a good thing. And <laughs> I think now we have kind of, now that we know that multiverses are just like people will buy into it and be like, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, multiverse. Now everyone's on board with that mm-hmm. concept. You could do the Shrek multiverse of <laughs> of the alternate <laughs> timelines that were created in this movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Cause you got all these ogres. My only thought was like, hold on. They're not going to explain like how these ogres that they didn't, ever know before are just suddenly hanging out with them in this end credit scene my only thought was that like this these musical endings take place outside of the reality of the movie and they're just like the cast doing a curtain call almost you know it's like the ending of snl (laughs) yes it's the end of snl (laughs) they're they're all standing on the stage (laughs) waving and saying good night and uh thank you to the cast and crew um (laughs) And yeah. that's the vibe that I got, but then seeing Rumple still in like a cage, I was like, yeah. so is are they just a cast party at the end, a rap party, or is it <laughs> no part of it all? <laughs> the True. rap party. The rap party. In, I love that idea. Because in the first Shrek, in the Shrek karaoke, mm-hmm. uh, Lord Farquaad is singing from within Dragon. He, like he's yeah. sucking yeah. her belly. Yeah. And Be- Dragon is holding a microphone up to her belly so that <laughs> so that he can sing Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. As he slowly is digested. Yeah. Yeah. Melting away. <laughs> and there's no other people or animals or anything else in there with him. Yeah. Dragon has been fasting. Um... <laughs> um Okay, so yes, this ogre lay during the Halloween event. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So you or meet... maybe even like the restaurant that they have the little party. In the, the, it was the Happy Apple, <gasps> which is the opposite of the Poison Apple where all the villains were oh. hanging out. And then like mm-hmm. every five minutes, a little boy comes up to your table and asks you to do the roar. <laughs> do the roar. And, like, oh, yes, that place. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can you buy could... the little cupcakes with like the ogre babies on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pinocchio's on stage singing or yeah. It's like little things like that. Here it is. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do something like to the effect of the Death Eaters in Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley. Mm-hmm. Um, but have it all be witches. Yes. And all these witches kind of come out with broomsticks and lanterns and everything like that. And right behind them at the tail end is Rumpelstiltskin. And he kind of comes out and just meanders around and interacts with people and and is surrounded by witches. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm here for it. Yeah. That would be good. Yeah. I like it. And then there's a um, random like soundstage you could go in and have a disco party with said witches underneath mm. a giant disco ball spoiled <laughs> with ogres. Yeah. <laughs> How did those ogres get in there? That disco ball must have been so heavy. How? Yeah, but like, <laughs> how did, how did they, they get, get in there? inside it? 
It just don't matter. Was... We were just holding on for dear life to each other. Because <laughs> that was their Without shield, being noticed. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those were their shields? Yeah, I think so, right? Oh. Oh, and now it makes even less sense because then yeah. they they had to put the real thing somewhere else. Well, the real one broke, and that's why they were. He had ordered like a new disco ball, and Shrek was because Shrek had destroyed the original one. Yeah, okay. He did. That makes sense. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And like, oh, it's look, and that's why Rumble's like, oh, it looked bigger in, in the catalog or something like that. Oh, mm. see, yeah. I should have watched the movie. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Uh. Also, the park can have uh the. Um, cooks chimichanga stand. Chimichanga stand, absolutely. Cookies, chimichanga stand, and there needs to be an upgraded uh, Shrek ears headband. Oh, mm-hmm. that presses a button on the side of the headband, and the the ears make the horn sounds. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. Okay, I feel good about all of these choices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So, Ogrelay definitely, but mm-hmm. as far as like uh, an attraction, like a ride or a show, I can't. Or yeah, I can't really think of anything. I think we, go, I think we got it. I think mm-hmm. we're good. There's yeah. enough Shrek stuff in the park already. Yeah. Um, and when people want to go to a Shrek Land, uh, I think you really, you really want to visit the stuff from the first two movies. Those are just. Those are the the most beloved ones. The like iPhone. it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah, like this one is very good, but mm-hmm. Shrek one and two is is I think most people's definition of what Shrek consists of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what the rides should focus on, and the land can have, of course, things from all three movies or four movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. Another thing that they could possibly add to the area is um, Rumpelstiltskin's carriage, oh. where where people can uh, step inside and have a seat and uh, do kind of like a photo op inside the carriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because they're they're going to have a spot where they can get a, a eyeball tonic, Absolutely. which is probably going to be yeah. like a sprite. Like, are we going to serve alcohol in the park? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. Yeah. Well, Shrek Swamp Water, for sure. (laughs) And then the eyeball tonic would be, uh, we can make that a seasonal thing with the Ogrelay. And people can take their eyeball tonics into the carriage and take a photo and recreate that scene. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Souvenir mugs and stuff. Although the mugs, I don't think, would be any, like, themed special. They would just kind of look like, like your typical medieval or you know fantasy world mug like a stein you know right i it might put like dream jerks park or or shrek at the like etched on the bottom of the mug yeah Yeah. okay there you go yeah okay um do you want to sell uh rumpelstiltskin wigs oh yes (laughs) <laughs> yes the his business wig, the business, business wig, wig and the angry wig yeah okay yeah he's like mr potato head <laughs> maybe we can sell all, all types of because we only see those two wigs in the movie but maybe he has more wigs than that mm-hmm. he's got a dinner wig he's yeah. got um 
you know, a party wig. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, who knows? There's there's all types of different wigs, and uh, maybe they could even be like bath wigs. time wig. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm thinking, like, we can sell obviously like the two that we see in the movie, but then the rest of them could al- also be wigs of other DreamWorks characters, like troll hair. Um, oh, absolutely. absolutely! But you you call it like it's it's Poppy's wig, but that's Rumpelstiltskin's party wig. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be you great. Mm, okay, yeah. so you can sell okay. the same products with different labels in different parts of the park. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I I kind of like the idea of if you do have a meet and greet with Rumpelstiltskin, if he had a set area instead of wandering around behind him could be a display of a lot of wigs and you can put in little Easter eggs like troll hair. Yeah. Oh, that's what it yeah. is. Like that. That's, yeah. that's, that's, the answer. Yeah. that's better. Yeah. Cause you, yes, you can, wig, you got your happy wig, stuff like mm-hmm. your party wig, like <laughs> diamond. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's the bath time wig? Is it, it's like a, it's a shower cap, but it's like that tall. Yes, it's either a shower cap or it's uh, Moses's basket. Or <laughs> I was gonna say it could be like an umbrella hat, but like way like tall. Mm, okay, like a okay. like a like a cone shaped umbrella. Yeah. Uh, All right. <laughs> that's his uh, his water wig. His water his his rainy day wig. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. I'm proud of us. I think we've done a good job there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, hey, let's let's summarize, wrap up, final thoughts on Shrek Forever After. And then uh we'll get on to other things. What do we was Georgie, we'll let you begin. What's uh your final thoughts on Shrek Forever After? I liked it. It was cute. It had its moments. It had its not so good moments, but after like I said earlier, after Shrek 3, anything would have done, and this did it. <laughs> and it ended the whole Shrek everything in, in a high note, like a good, okay, this ended, and I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. John? Shrek Forever After is a, a great wrap-up to the Shrek series. Um they could have done away with Shrek the third uh, again, chopped it down to condensed 20 minutes, put it in Shrek two and Shrek forever after. And that's your perfect Shrek trilogy right there. Um, it kind of feels a little bit more grown up because by this time, um, this is 10 years after the first Shrek movie. So now you have kids that kind of grew up with that. They're in their twenties, mid twenties. Maybe they are starting families. Maybe they are having kids. So they're, they're kind of more or less relating to this. Mm. It kind of changes that tone too, because it it kind of takes a more serious approach to the story and how these characters feel. And sometimes you have to explore those avenues when uh, your first two movies kind of, seized already seized that opportunity of being um pop culture reference movies and sometimes when you decide that that's what you're going to establish your theme to your movies 
you become scary movie, which mm-hmm. yeah, the first <laughs> several scary movies were good, mm-hmm. but think about the later ones. Yeah. yeah. They they didn't even come close to the to the charm of the first one or two movies. Mm-hmm. Um so I think by changing that tone of the Shrek films, I think they did something that was a little bit of a risk, um, but I think it needed to be done. Mm-hmm. And and I think it was a good choice. I like Shrek Forever After, um, but I don't love it. Yeah. But I don't hate it. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. I would say it's like an, uh, it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's not great. It's very good. Um, I think that for something as beloved as Shrek, it makes sense that they would want to take it kind of a more epic, uh, make it feel like a finale, you know, um, especially if that's what they wanted it to be, which, um, at different points in the marketing, you know, the, I think Georgie said this earlier and you're right that at one point it was called the final chapter. Um, and at another point it was called Shrek goes forth. (laughs) Which oh. is pretty good. Yeah. Clever. Yeah. Um, but then they ended up with Forever After. Uh, I think probably they took away the final chapter just in case they ended up wanting to make another one. But really, I don't think they should with the way that this movie ended and what, what this movie is about. Um, no. And just kind of, yeah, it, it's very interesting to, to take Shrek, who is a character whose whole thing has always been like, I'm very gross. Um, but look, I'm capable of love and, uh, really make the movie about, about that love. And the fact that the movie ends with him telling Fiona that he got to fall in love with her all over again, Mm -hmm. um, is very sweet. And, uh, not, I don't think necessarily what a lot of people would have expected from the final Shrek movie is for it to be so heartfelt and so sweet and focus so little on comedy and <laughs> jokes. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think it's a really brave choice that I respect a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, there's nothing really to be mad at with this movie. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just good. A well done, uh, well executed movie that I think, uh, I think if you, if you leave it at Shrek one and two, you're fine, mm-hmm. but this is a nice ending. Yes. And if they make another one, then poor Kenneth has to see like growing up baby Shrek babies. And what's more terrifying than them as to- like babies, but toddlers or like. Just Do you think they would be like age. teenagers by now? They'd have to. It's it's a ten year gap or eleven year gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost twelve year gap now. I want Shrek Forever After and Shrek Five. So yeah, I'd be interested to see what Shrek's babies look like at like like eight years old. I'm just curious. <laughs> Right, because they um, had a draw-up, because apparently they wanted to do a flashback in this movie of Shrek in his teenage days, and they had, like, a drawing of him, and he was skinny, tall, like, it was, it didn't whoa. look like Shrek, and it was just like, how did he get from looking <laughs> like a normal, like, I don't know, he looked more human-like, and yeah. then mm. to grow into that, like, Shrek, <laughs> and then same with his babies, Felicia with those big blue eyes, like, I would love to see what their hair color is and stuff like that. Fiona with her red hair. (laughs) Yeah, true. Because Shrek is bald. We don't know what color his hair was. If he ever had hair. 
And I do love in a point there um, when Donkey's asking Shrek about like his babies, he's like, are my babies cute or do they make people uncomfortable? And it's just like, <laughs> it's, I feel like that's more towards the audience because uh, let's be real, those donkeys <laughs> do make us uncomfortable and so do the Shrek babies. So I prefer the, <laughs> I prefer the drunkies. They, I don't hate them. Um... You know, after seeing, you know, even that big po- balloon that we have in the holiday parade at Universal, just seeing that has ruined the drunkies for me forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Donkey has a lot of lines in the movie that are like background lines that he's he's mm-hmm. not even really talking to. Sh- like, he's like in another room and you can just hear what he's talking about. And the the uh, what you just said of him asking if his kids make people uncomfortable is almost like an example of that. There's a few of them. There's a lot of, I feel like that's, those are the kind of moments where they're like, wait, we forgot to make this movie funny. Uh, put put Donkey in the back saying something funny, um, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a good movie. I, I had a hard time right here. I, I put it in my rankings. I, I feel comfortable. I had a hard time deciding whether it was above or below another movie here. But I, I think I feel good about where, where it is. Um, so it's that time of the show. John, we got to decide in a list of 20 films uh which one is this one uh which one do we like it more than and less than where does it rank i gotcha um number 20 mm-hmm. horse movie sorry yeah. georgie <laughs> and again 19... i just want to say again to georgie and to like to <laughs> any of our listeners who like the horse movie uh the horse movie is not bad yeah. we just didn't like it <laughs> <laughs> 19 ants, 18 shark tail, Ugh. <laughs> 17 Sinbad, uh, 16 over the hedge, 15 B movie, 14 Shrek the third, 13 monsters versus aliens, 12 Prince of Egypt, 11 road to El Dorado, 10 Shrek forever after. Huh? Okay. Right, right, right in the middle. Yeah. Nine Madagascar. Eight, Madagascar, Escape to Africa. Seven, Flushed Away. Six, Chicken Run. Five, Shrek. Four, Shrek 2. Three, Wallace and Gromit. Two, Kung Fu Panda. Number one, How to Train Your Dragon. Hmm. Now you've got me thinking. Oh, I have you thinking. Yeah, you have me thinking now about where I put it. Because... go, Go with your gun instinct. Yeah, I'll just read it how I have it, but something about it feels wrong now. Um... But all right, here we go. We've got uh, number 20, Spirit Horse Movie, Stallion of the Cimarron. Um, Number 19, Shark Tale. Number 18 is Ants. Number 17 is Shrek the Third. 16 is Over the Hedge. 15 is Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas. 14 is Monsters vs. Aliens. 13 is The Road to El Dorado. Number 12 is Flushed Away. 11, Madagascar. Number 10, B-Movie. Number 9, Madagascar Escape to Africa. Number 8, Shrek Forever After. Okay. But I don't, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if I like it more than Madagascar. But I think I do like it more than Madagascar too. So now I'm like, my whole list is wrong. <laughs> yes. I, like, I so desperately want to rearrange my list. <laughs> hey, we're kind of, we're almost at the halfway point of the, of the current this, movies. Yeah. Should we do a halftime shuffle? There's 42 <laughs> right now. Are there not? I think that sounds right. Let me double check. 
because we had 40 and then they came out with boss baby 2 and spirit 2 yeah um boss baby 2 remember when we watched that movie oh god if you're new to the show go back and listen to our watch along of of boss baby family business uh i don't know if that's still on peacock we did it when it was streaming exclusively on peacock we did um i want to see if there's any other dreamworks movies coming down the pipeline well they put boss baby family business as number 40 um so oh i have it as number 41 on the list i'm looking at hmm What's missing from your list, I wonder? That's a good question. Hmm. So we're kind of at the halfway point right now. Yeah. We're at 40. Maybe. Okay. What if, what if we do like a bonus uh, episode? That's just, I don't want to do that. Just (laughs) the shuffle, but I don't want to do that. Well, maybe that can be our Christmas, witch, Kenneth is that we can, uh, review a Christmas special, yeah, for a DreamWorks, uh, one of the DreamWorks specials. Maybe, trolls, maybe we can maybe do because there's a lot out next week. <laughs> the, that's true. There's, there's a, a new, new trolls one. Trolls, trolls yeah, new trolls holiday special. Mm-hmm. <gasps> okay, the, yeah, let's plan on that. Let's maybe we can. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. We'll review it. We'll watch it, and our Christmas wish will come true, which is we get to <laughs> change our lists. Oh, perfect. Perfect. We made a list, and now we're going to check it twice. <laughs> yes, the second time we will check it. <laughs> um, great. Okay, that sounds good. I like that. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, and I checked. Um, the There is a new DreamWorks movie coming out next year. Uh, Puss in Boots, The Last <gasps> Wish. Oh. And I saw one called The Bad Guys. That okay, like that sounds familiar. That comes out based in, on in a, April. Based oh. on a, a book? A book oh, series? Yeah, I think so. It's also yeah. from Scholastic Entertainment, so that makes sense. Um, yeah. And then it depends on what we count, because there is another feature-length DreamWorks animated film, but it was released exclusively on Netflix, which is Troll Hunters, Rise of the Titans. But I don't know if we can count that if we didn't count Joseph, King of Dreams true we didn't have that we we are kind of going through the um theatrical release films yeah but it 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 just becomes complicated uh with now that streaming is such a thing yeah uh because troll world tour technically never made it out to the theaters that one was released during the whole pandemic lockdown yeah but yeah but and it is but it is counted Mm-hmm. as a theatrical film because i think it wasn't released to streaming it was released uh, like video on demand for like yeah. what was it like 20 dollar rental on itunes or amazon or wherever you want mm-hmm. wherever you like to do that so i think we'll go with this theatrical list troll hunters we won't count for now maybe we'll cover it but we have that that's like five seasons of tv shows that we have to watch before we do that because that's mm. like the finale to like three TV shows that were on Netflix from DreamWorks. Right. Trolls There's so many on. shows. Eight seasons. What's that? Oh. Trolls Beat Goes On has eight seasons. What? Oh they have God. quite the amount. And then there's the Trolls Topia now. They have another show. 
that's going why? on the third season. Why not? <laughs> why do there have why what makes the two shows different? <laughs> um one is before one is right after the first movie and the other one's after World Tour. Because it includes the other trolls, like Trollstopia includes the country trolls, Tiny Diamond, all the ones that we you know, see in the second film. You know what Rugrats didn't do after every movie came out is become <laughs> a whole new show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Rugrats was just like, hey, we know that Rugrats in Paris came out. Now Kimmy is on the show. Uh, the show is still Rugrats. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> that's uh oh rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. john yes georgie yes listeners this is the part of the show where we play a game called guess the rotten tomato meter score so john yes is going to have in his face in front of him <laughs> What the Rotten Tomatoes critics gave this movie, the, the the percentage of reviews from critics on Rotten Tomatoes that were positive. Georgie, you and I will guess what we think the percentage is of positive reviews. What is the score? Hmm. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and just throw a random number. I um, I think since it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good... I would give it somewhere in like the sixties, <laughs> maybe. So like a sixty-five, just to call it safe. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm thinking a similar range. Mm-hmm. I the the critics are real so hard to predict. Yeah, because sometimes like sometimes they just hate a movie that's pretty good, and sometimes they love a movie that's like not very good. So I can't decide which way I think they're going to go on it. I think 65 is a pretty safe bet, but I'm going to try to, I'm going to say that they liked it more than that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with, with like 70, 73. Yeah. Could be that. Okay. 65 and 73. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The critics consensus of Shrek forever after. As follows, while not without its moments, Shrek Forever After too often feels like a rote rehashing of the franchise's earlier entries. Mm. Uh, Rote, uh, by the way, spelled R-O-T-E, meaning mechanical or habitual repetition of something to be learned. Okay. So basically, we've done this before. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Georgie's going to be closer with this score. Now I'm thinking, I'm not going to change my number because... I think... Uh, well, you can't. Yeah, that's not the rules. Yeah. But now I'm thinking it might actually be in the 50s, but we'll see. Ooh. Okay. The tomato meter for Shrek Forever After is 58. Mm. Yep. Okay. Is it? Is that rotten? That's or rotten. Does, oh, no. See, but yeah. this movie's not rotten. Right. Yeah. And the audience score, 54. Ooh. Whoa, that's not fair. Yeah. yeah. What was Shrek but three? What did they give? That Shrek one? the third was forty two. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> that, that was the tomato meter score for Shrek. Give us uh, because we didn't start doing this until more recently. What did the first two Shreks get? Okay, let me look up uh, Shrek the third real quick. Okay. Um, I, I want to see what the audience score was. It's fifty two, as well. Uh, Shrek. That's got to be in the nineties. 
You get you want to take a yeah. wild swing? Uh, take a guess. N- 90, 97. Okay, 97, Georgie? 93. 88. Oh. Okay. Okay. So still fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And the o- audience score is 90. Uh Shrek 2. Want to take some guesses? <sighs> I have a feeling that the critics didn't like Shrek 2 as much. They probably thought it was um uh too too sequely you know what i mean like yeah. oh yeah. like oh they're just trying Not to... this again yeah, yeah yeah uh 77 okay yeah i was Georgie? gonna say along those lines like 75 77 yeah okay yeah. 89 oh so one percent higher fresh. yeah uh and the audience score might surprise you Uh-oh. 69 Uh-oh. of shrek 2 yeah what? You guys, you guys, what are they thinking? I went, I remember going to the movie theater the day Shrek 2 came out. My mom picked us up from school. What was this, 2004? Yes, 2004. I would have been in, what was it, like May 2004, probably? So I would have been... Uh, let me see. Uh, I would have been in like seventh grade, probably. Yeah. Seventh, May 19th. Seventh grade. Picked up from school. Might have been the last day of school. Picked up from school. Went to the theater. Saw Shrek 2. Walked out of there. Uh, walking on air. Just <laughs> freaking, walking on sunshine. Couldn't, couldn't be happier with my life at the moment. I was so... <laughs> I walked out of there like, that was the funniest, <laughs> best movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> and you're telling me that... Only, what was it? 69. 69% of people walked out of there like I did. The disrespect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not allowed. It's uh, like people just being mean to be mean. Yeah. Yeah. People walked out of there saying like, ugh, I didn't like that. What do you not like? What is there yeah. not to like in Shrek 2? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> it's a perfect movie. It's great. I honestly can't think of anything. I mean, Human Shrek's a little creepy, but like, what else is he gonna look like? That—that's it. Yeah, <laughs> it had to it's be done. so good. It's good. All right, all right. Hey, let's read some emails. We have two emails here. Um, also, we are recording this a little bit ahead of what we normally do because Thanksgiving is coming up and we didn't want to try to get together on the week of Thanksgiving. So we are here much earlier than normal. So if you did send us an email somewhere in like the second week of, uh, of the gap between episodes, we will get to you next time. I promise. Uh, so we're just getting to them a little faster than we normally do here, but we have an email from, a normal regular writer to us mr mad mal uh and he says dreamworks sequels is the subject hey there dream jerks dang it this zoom on this app is terrible oh my god stop it (laughs) (laughs) uh he says it's almost time for the best DreamWorks movie in two episodes. Uh, in two episodes time, Kung Fu Panda 2. Mm. But 
I'll get my geeking out when you come to that. Uh, I don't know if this makes me weird, but I would say that Kung Fu Panda, How to Train Your Dragon, and Shrek all have their second films be far superior than their originals. It's kind of neat that DreamWorks do more good sequels than Disney does. P.S. Don't tell Disorder I said that. I think Disorder would agree with you, Mad Mal. Um, have you heard their episode about Frozen 2? They did not mm. like that. I was surprised how nice they were to Ra- Ralph Breaks the Internet, actually. I thought they would not like that as much as they did. I had a lot of problems with that movie. Yeah. Um, first of all, the fact that it's not called Ralph Breaks the Internet. Or no, it's called Ralph Breaks the Internet. It should be Ralph Wrecks the Internet. Yes. Yeah, because he's going to wreck it. He doesn't break things. He wrecks yeah, things. That's problem number one. <laughs> the movie can never be good now. <laughs> uh, all right, Mad Mel goes, question. Do you guys think you'll do a Christmas DreamWorks episode, kind of like Scared Shrekless? Uh, considering they did a lot of Christmas specials, my favorite from DreamWorks are the Kung Fu Panda Holiday not surprising. And the Madagascar one where the penguins uh, rescue private from the old lady that kicked Alex's ass. What? You know, okay. So we've already talked about the fact that we have a new trolls holiday special coming out mm-hmm. feels very timely, but you're right that there are a lot yeah. of holiday specials for DreamWorks. Um, mm-hmm. And I would I would not be opposed to doing maybe like two or three in one episode since they are so much shorter. Yeah. But we'll have to just we'll have to see what our schedules look like and what's possible. Cause uh, you know, this is not the only thing that John that me and John do. We do work on other stuff and uh have uh lives. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Well, that was our email from, uh, Mad Mal. Thanks, Mad Mal, for writing in. Always good to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you when we talk about Dream, uh, or about Kung Fu Panda 2, uh, which is such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, moving on to our next email. This is from Snapper Reviews, writing again. Uh, the subject here is fixing the list. Hey, Kenneth and John, listened to the How to Train Your Dragon episode. Uh, Really enjoyed it. Hey, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Also, you guys mentioned in the episode when you read my list that I forgot the first Shrek and Sinbad. That was my bad. Probably got distracted and didn't proofread. In that case, here's the updated list. Okay, good. This is the kind of follow through that we like to get. Uh, An ongoing conversation. Uh, So number one, Prince of Egypt. Number two, Shrek 2. Number three, Kung Fu Panda. Number four, How to Train Your Dragon. Number five, Shrek. See, I like Mm. that. I mean, that's such a solid top five. Yeah, you can't be angry with that. No. And I know that a lot of people really hold the Prince of Egypt in in such high regard um, that uh, I can't can't disagree with you there. Uh, It's a very good movie. So then number six, Curse of the Were-Rabbit, number seven, El Dorado, eight, Chicken Run, nine, Sinbad. Personally, I think this movie is very underrated. I think so, too. That's fair. I think 
I don't even think it's capable of being underrated just because I think a lot of people don't even know it exists. Right. I only watched <laughs> it when you guys released your episode. I was like, oh, this is a movie. Okay, let me go ahead and watch this. <laughs> yeah. Because I it's didn't even fun. know about it. Yeah. Give us your Same. review, Georgie, of Sinbad real quick. <laughs> um, It's got like Greek stuff and Brad Pitt. And yeah, they were some swords. And I, I don't I don't remember much. You know, it was one of those that I watched and it happened. And yeah, one day yeah. it's going to pop back into my mind. It's like, oh, you remember when that giant lady in the sky? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. There you go. Um, <laughs> number 10, Flushed Away. Number 11, B-Movie. 12, Madagascar Escaped to Africa. Number 13, Shrek Forever After. 14, Madagascar. 15, Ants. 16, Over the Hedge. Seven, Horse Movie. Eighteen, oh. Monsters vs. Aliens. Nineteen, Shrek the Third. And twenty, Shark Tale. Uh, again, I apologize for that. And thanks for reading my email. You guys are awesome, Matt. P.S. Escape from Vault Disney is a great podcast to listen to. At the end of each episode, uh, the host, Tony Goldsmark, does a segment titled, What's the Attraction? where he sees how the thing he's discussing can fit into the Disney parks. Oh yeah, that's basically exactly what we do. Yeah. Um I just don't know what they talk about for the rest of the episode. So uh I will check that out. That sounds interesting. I have I listen to too many podcasts, but I will make some time to carve out to listen to that. And we have a new review on Apple Podcasts. Uh actually it's a, a a follow-up, another follow-up. This is from uh, EJ, who complained that the audio was not very good. <laughs> oh. This is a new review from this person. Uh, Here we says, go. So the, the, the title of the review is Good Podcast, and the review is, okay, the audio is a lot better now. Five stars. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Yay! Go. You'll love to hear it. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Wow. That was the... that I've been waiting for that. Just to know, see if what I've been doing works. Because I don't know anything <laughs> about this. You did it. You did it, bud. Whoa. All right. I'm going to celebrate. Power. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Power. <laughs> what, what, what is... The, what, <laughs> You sounded like, you know, on, on like a keyboard, what is like, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> clip that. Uh, <laughs> and then put it in a keyboard. Ooh. All right. Yeah, I'll clip John saying power, and we'll find something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I really want an like a soundboard, like, like a physical b- buttons that I can push. To mm. uh, trigger sound effects and stuff, that'd be great. Um, Slide that, this. We got it. We got to get a studio. Yeah, that's what we need. We need to I figure would, out how to stream, like record in one room. Yeah, yeah. We got Gary can help us. First, we got to get money. Then we get a studio. <laughs> <laughs> I have the option to turn ads on on this show, and I've never done it just because I, I feel don't. I don't want don't. to. Right? No. Yeah. No need to. First. You get a Patreon. 
Then you get the money. Mm. Then you get a studio. There we go. We're going to run out of movies before any of that happens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. We'll just have to figure out other stuff to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Illumination. I've, I've, (laughs) Georgie defended the movie Sing. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah, I've only seen that movie once. So it wasn't me who was a fan because I don't know much of it. I think you might have been confused with uh, Genesis Nenny. She likes that movie. So oh. that Nenny. Genesis, oh, Nenny. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So she, she likes enjoys it. that movie. I've seen it once and I okay. don't know. <laughs> it was a choice <laughs> as well. I don't know. I don't know if she's heard our. I don't know if she's heard our podcast. Maybe she did. Yeah. Who am I? Anyways, who was it? Who was it? I was. If you, (laughs) if you tried to defend Sing to me in real life, (laughs) let let me know on Facebook Messenger, and I'll bring it up on the next episode. Yeah, we gotta we gotta fix this. Who was it? I love Georgie just said, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> uh, Georgie, if people want to keep up with you, if you want them to, if you would like people to follow you, uh, where, where, where would you like to direct people? Um, I am on the Insta of Graham. Uh, there you can find me if you know how to spell my name. It's Georgie <laughs> with two Ys. I also, a small little shameless plug, I sometimes craft and I sell said crafts. And that little side thing is called Georgie Made It. And that is also on the Insta of Graham. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, t- we'll tag your craft page yeah. in the post for this so that people can find it. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. I little always bucket, see people. Bucket hats. Yeah, and... bucket hats, yeah. tote bags, face masks. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you have no idea the number of times I've seen people wearing your hats one person in particular who is always wearing your hats, and I always tell them, "Hey, nice hat," and she yeah. says, "Thanks, Georgie made it." See, and that's exactly why I went ahead with that name, because a yeah. lot of the people who have bought from me are from work itself. So everyone is just kind of word of mouth. They're like, "Hey, I like your hat? Oh, thanks, Georgie made it." I'm like, oh, well, yeah. Where, how can I find her? Clever. Georgie made it. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of yeah. the company yeah. of the business. That's awesome. Thank you uh john nope <laughs> all right uh john defend sing <laughs> sing made enough money to make sing too that's it and then some attractions overseas too i believe yeah, yeah. i saw the trailer for sing too when i went to see ghostbusters i think mm-hmm. and i'll say it it does look better than the first one hmm but I will reserve judgment until I've seen it because I yeah. don't trust illumination with anything. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the only way I can defend that movie is that it made enough money to make a sequel. <laughs> Why are they animals? <laughs> Kids like animals. <sighs> it's like cars. Why are they cars? They don't in the first like... movie, the first, in the first movie, none of them do anything that a person couldn't do. <laughs> merchandising merchandising yeah <laughs> kids love cars man uh, they yeah. ask for them by name that kids also like horses but you know <laughs> <laughs> 
Where is the Matt Damon horse merchandise, Georgie? Yeah, but I, you know I what though? <laughs> At least horse movie is about a horse living a horse life, doing horse things. Cars is about a car about cars living human lives, doing human <laughs> things. <laughs> um. Anyway, if you want to follow me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at King Kemen, K-E-M-M-A-N, uh, King Kemen. And if you want to keep up with that, you can. Also, you can follow me and John's band, John and my band, I think maybe is Our the band. correct way. Our band. The two of us are in a band. It's called Pangolin. You can follow us at Pangolin FL on all social medias. Um and listen to our stuff on all streaming services wherever music is found. Uh, we have live shows coming up in December and January in and around. Well, oh wait, we got we got two Florida shows, one Georgia show. So uh, check our dates, and we'll always be you know updating about new stuff that we're doing. Uh, if you want to follow this show, you can do that at Dream Jerks Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you want to write us an email and have us read it out, you can write us anything at all about anything at all at dreamjerkspodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a review and a rating and uh, updates about the uh, technical quality of the show <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Uh, yeah, and we'll read those on the show as well. Smoke Vanish, Alpha Zeta Bones Jones, Marcos Lightspeed, Crazy Calzoni, Fat Giraffe, Will Do Am, we will see you all at band practice. Until next time, do either of you have anything, last things to add? Mm, nope. No. Uh, all right. Thanks for joining us, Georgie. Until next time, for the dream to work, we gotta go to sleep. So, good night. Good night. For once in my life, I have someone who needs me. Someone I've needed so long. Dream Jerks Podcast has no affiliation with DreamWorks Animation, Universal Pictures, or Comcast NBC Universal. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not represent the companies or organizations they happen to work for. Theme music by Pangolin. So you want you want a seasonal event where they turn Shrek's swamp? Whoa! <laughs> I knocked my microphone. My apologies. <laughs> I knocked the arm that my microphone sits on, and it and it uh, <laughs> echoed the the springs on it. <laughs> oh, back. you've got it! You've got it on an arm. I have it on an arm. Yes. Man, fancy! Yeah, it's Ooh. super fancy. I saw the option to buy this microphone with an arm, and I said, what do I need that for? <laughs> oh, you're missing out, sir. I know. I you're should get one. missing out. I should get an arm. I should just hire get someone that holds it. <laughs> <laughs> That's cheaper. It's, it's a human arm <laughs> attached to a human being. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um... <laughs>